Welcome to Season 2 of the 52 Weeks Podcast. A series where four people come together to dream big, start small, and act daily. Hey guys, this is Meredith. This year, I want to kill it at learning the guitar and make yummy recipes. Why, hello! Steph here in 2021 is going to be my year to run faster, eat all the veggies, and read more than ever before. I'm Heidi, a new addition this season, and I'm excited to be here. This year, I'm slowing down, showing more gratitude, and embracing the whole spectrum of real life. I'm the base of the podcast, Josh. This year, I want to have a failure each day and achieve my goals for my company, JP Couture. Make sure to subscribe so you don't have FOMO. It's already week 10. Week 10. Time has gone by fast. And you guys, the most exciting thing. So we always record at six o'clock. And when you guys came, it's light outside. Do you want to know what that means? Summer. Summer. I um, thought that as I was getting my stuff ready to go, I was like, the sun is shining through my I know, because it's usually dark when we record. So the gateway, we've I gone through. I thought it was early. I thought, am I, am I too early? It felt am weird. I an hour early? It felt so weird. Yeah, an hour early. I mean, spring. I don't want to discount some of you guys. Your favorite season is spring. Seeing as how we had a blizzard last week. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're not out of the blizzard. Yeah, I'm ready while. to skip right to summer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so the theme for this episode i found this quote and it says everything you want is on the other side of fear and i did this podcast episode today and normally like on my real estate podcasts we're talking about like real estate it's not as personal but it was this guy that he just went through sort of his story so in like 2007 to 2010 for real estate agents life got really hard right and he he talked about in like the summer 2007 it was like a faucet and then it was like turned off and they're like, okay, well maybe a couple months. And then they got through the winter and usually spring, summer, the busy times. And it was like, oh dang. And so his mantra every day was just to like get up and to like get out of bed and to start the day. And he talked about how um, a lot of, he's realized in his life, like the most defining moments are, it's like his, he, he said like his future self, like telling him like, run towards the fire, you know, run towards the uncomfortable <laughs> thing that you can't do to run towards that fear. And so I just wanted to ask you guys, when do you feel like in your life that you've grown because you've done something that scared you? So when I graduated from college, I joined Teach for America. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, and they tell you, well, first they tell you, this will be the hardest two years of your life. And I had already served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, mm-hmm. which really was the two hardest years of my life. And so when they told me that, I thought that I don't sign up. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need another one of those. Um, and then I, I talked to another person who had served a mission and who, who had also done Teach for America. And I said, they just told me that this would be the hardest two years of my life. Was it the hardest two years of your life? Like knowing that you've already served a mission. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no this is not as hard as a mission. So I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll sign up. But still it was like leaving my family and my friends and my home and moving to a state that I'd never even been to before Mm -hmm. and starting this new career, you know, like so hard. But the thought that kept on coming was I can do hard things. Like I can do hard things. I can do hard things. And, um, and it's not going to be as hard as the missions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're like almost home free. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) At that point. Um, and just from that, right. Like I think, the confidence that comes after you 
have done hard things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on when you serve a mission, you're with your companion for at least six weeks and then like maybe 12 weeks and maybe 18 mm-hmm. weeks, right, in those chunks. And so most of the, the shortest amount of time I was with one was three months for me. I can do anything for three months. Those first three months of my mission were terrible. <laughs> and so I can just roll with anything for three months, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I think it kind of builds your confidence in yourself when you do hard things because you know that you've done it and you've survived it and and you're better on the other side. I was really naive when I went on my mission in regard to like what... Um, was to be expected. The only person that really I talked about um, about missions was my cousin, and that wasn't really like a really in-depth conversation. Um, tell you the truth, I wasn't going to go on a mission. I told my mom <laughs> flat out, I'm like, no, I'm not going. And so uh, and that brought her to tears. Um, <laughs> Your poor mom. <laughs> but uh, then I was able to uh, go on a vacation, and my buddy um, was basically, uh, he had to work still, and he didn't have a TV, so I was really, really bored during the day. And I was grad- just right out of high school. So I just drove there, like flew there and just waiting around. And I actually read the Book of Mormon, like by myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I felt a great spirit about it. And then I'm like, okay, I should probably go. And so that was, and then once I've decided on something, I don't look back. Uh, so uh, like the hard things were um, when, so I did a suit company. I worked for uh, a dealership and they made me choose either continue with a suit company or quit that job or go with the other being a car salesman and quit the suit company. And so that was a really tough decision because I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I'm not to that point yet to be able to quit a full a job so i pondered a lot about it and then just right i'm like well i am don't have any re- role of responsibility other than myself um i think this is the best spot to jump into something that's a very high risk um and so like once i prayerfully and pondering this i just jumped right into it i'm like okay uh this is what it is and yeah sometimes i look back i'm like okay well i could have had a lot more vacations if i would have just done the nine to five and and everything and so those things are things i go back on is like oh i could have done this instead of like working so hard and building my company up and whatnot but so that's like a most recent really hard thing i don't know i mean 
There's something been plenty. That's all of adulting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every stupid thing we have to do. <laughs> um, but I would say job applying for jobs. Um, I had thought about that before Josh said it, so I'm not stealing his story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just, but even just like going for that job you want. Um, like, what is it that makes you go for that job? Makes you think you want it because job interviewing. It's one of the hardest things you have to do. You're selling yourself. They may or may not want you. But just thinking about the job I have now and applying for it, putting yourself out there. And if I hadn't gone for it, I'd be in a very different place. I'd hate my job if I still had the last one. (laughs) Uh, But what it makes me think of really is, has anybody read the Midnight Library? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm currently, I I just went straight to her. I see her eyeing me before the words are out of, even out of her mouth. How did you feel about that book? I loved it. It Okay. I don't know how it ends up. I'm in the middle of it. Okay. I won't doubt. She's still going through some of her stories and it's, it's a very fascinating book. There's so many quotes that from there I pull and I think I could use this for one of our podcast themes or whatnot. But right now there's a book of regrets in there and what it is, is that when somebody passes away, there's this time, well, or almost passes away yeah. kind of thing. There's this time where you go to this library and it every book in the library is a type, a piece of your life that you could have lived if you had made one choice different. Um, and the life she's currently living, she's very depressed, obviously, well, because she wants to give up her life. Um her cat died. She feels alone. Just like all these really, yeah. she's kind of in a place where she's not in love with life. And so she goes to this library and gets to experience a couple different lives and what it's teaching her. And again, I haven't read till the end. I don't know how it turns out. I'm very curious how this book turns out. But it's a lot about how fear has held her back a lot in what she's doing so far. It's interesting to talk to Heidi about this because she knows how it ends up. (laughs) I do. But I just feel like a lot of it has been fear that has stopped her from doing so much of like living her life where eventually she's living a life she absolutely hates. And um, maybe in the end she ends up loving her life and Mm -hmm. coming out of it and living the best life ever. But in her life basically something got hard or it got scary so she stopped doing it so she bailed out of it over and over again till eventually her life was super depressing and um that just kind of talks to me about how many times like what each of our decisions how it affects where our life goes and where it could have been it's a very strange concept highly recommend the book even before i'm finished reading (laughs) (laughs) but um Yeah, it's just had me thinking very deeply about how fear stops us from living things to the fullest, or we end up taking like a short little shortcut, but changes our whole life kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And so I don't have a specific example, but but that right now has been on my mind because of that book. I wasn't thinking until we started talking, and I was like, the big thing for me that's been fearful is starting this podcast coalition because at this last meeting we had um like I was telling Heidi earlier like I'm just so intimidated by these podcasters they've been doing it for 10 years like a lot of them they have and there's people that are just starting out but there's a few big podcasters that I'm like 
why am I the president of this organization? I don't like. You rock. I don't you like to be a I don't like being a like formal leader, you know. But Scott was yeah. like, "No, you need to be president. You're the podcast producer," and it's so out of my comfort zone, right? Like, I'm like, "No, someone else needs to be leading this." Before our meeting the other day, I was like, "Why am I doing this? Like, this every month makes me like nervous and excited." And then afterwards, I'm on like the, the biggest high ever. But I'm so glad because like what this quote said, like everything you want is on that other side of fear. Like the connections I'm making, but also like how I'm going to be able to learn from all these awesome experts. Like it's really cool, right? And I've heard from people like, why wouldn't you want to be the person in the room that knows the least? Because then you're with these giants, you know? So, mm-hmm. so anyway, so we're going to talk to my brother, Caleb, um, a little bit about this fear. I wanted to interview him because he is such a, like, go-getter um, and, like, sets goals all the time. He's, like, a savvy businessman ever since he was younger. Like, so he started up, like, a... Um, a lawn mowing business and he fired one of his friends because they weren't doing a good enough job. <laughs> like, what 16 year old? And I mean, they're still best friends to this day, but he just was like, I'm sorry, man, like, you aren't cutting it, you know, like, literally <laughs> cutting. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. He's That's cool. <laughs> Let's no. take a poll on how funny stuff is. <laughs> no, it just came out. And I was like, <laughs> um, but, or he would buy like candy bar in bulk and go sell them at cool to his friends like he's just always been this entrepreneur um salesman and right now he he's doing a job but that eight hours a day he is calling and he's calling doctors right some of the busiest people especially during covid and he is trying to get them <laughs> to like just set, do an appointment right and he's like a master at cold calling but to like grind it for eight hours i mean there's no way i could do it for eight hours like that much rejection and just like uh-huh. i yeah like and so he's been like setting goals and he's been listening to these inspirational speakers because he has really been wanting to like grow and improve and so just as i've been talking to him like i was just like the other day i was like you should be on this podcast mm-hmm. because i feel like we can learn a lot from him Normally, I start with us asking about goals, but I was excited to get into it, so mm-hmm. we'll talk about our goals at the end. And if he's not ready, we can jump to the yeah. end. The suspense, guys. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong suspense. That's a different kind of suspense. <laughs> I hope it's not that kind of suspense. <laughs> My Monday night can't handle that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, K-Man. Hello, how's it going? Good, sorry I called you early. Oh, no worries. I was just super eager to talk to you. It's always good to be here to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) But I realized, I'm like, we should have put him up on Zoom so you guys could all see his face. But do you guys want to introduce yourself to Caleb? Hi, Caleb. I'm Heidi. Hi, Caleb. I'm Meredith. Hi, Caleb. My name is Josh. (laughs) Hi, Josh. Hi, Meredith. Hi, Heidi. Well, Caleb, I was just telling these guys that the reason I wanted to interview you is because I feel like you have been educating yourself with like all these sales books and quotes and just really trying to not only hit your quota, but like even like double it. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your journey with your sales quota? Because I was bragging about you saying that like you call for eight hours a day, like calling, like it's most people don't enjoy doing that. You you either hate it or you love it. 
because all you do is call people every day. But I got done with college back in December of 2019, and I didn't really know what to do, um, but just reached out to a neighbor, and he's like, oh, you can come work for me. It's a great way to get into sales if that's the route you want to go, but it's also great to know if you don't, if sales isn't going to work for you. And I went and I started the job and I was just working from home and I hated it. Like it was, it was terrible. I it, I would stress out about hitting quota and our quota was like getting, so they had a ramp up period. So like your first month you had to get a transfer, meaning you would call a doctor and then set them up with a demo. Uh, so the first month you had to get one of those and then the next month it jumped up to 20. Um, and then after that, it jumped up to 41. Wait, I didn't realize like it went from 1 to 20. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so it went from 1 to 20 to 41, uh, something like that. And so I started and, you know, I'm I'm like, oh, 1 isn't too bad, right? And, and then so I get it. The first month I get like 6. and um, But then the next month I think I get seven for the whole month and my quota was 21 and so I'm just thinking oh man but I I didn't realize how bad I was doing at the time I just was kind of like oh man this is pretty tough and and there was a thousand other things I wanted to do than make calls to people um <laughs> I was just at home I was literally at home alone and I was making calls to doctors and I was pretty intimidated by it I was like man this is this if this is what sells is this is terrible, um, and I and I would just get stressed. And the guy who helped me get the job lived across from my parents, um, but I live up in Logan, and so we would when we would go into town, we would he was pretty friendly, so he would always come over, and I would be so nervous to see him because I knew I wasn't doing good. I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. Like, but he would always be like, you're doing great you're killing it. And I was like, uh, have you seen my numbers? I'm not really killing it. <laughs> um, and then, and then I got to a point where I got put on plan. So meaning if I didn't hit quota for two months in a row, then I basically wouldn't, would be out of a job. And that just terrified me. So the first month I got 30 transfers and that was a huge improvement from I think my best month before that was like 15. So I went from, I doubled yeah. my best month, but then I got furloughed for three months and I was like, and the whole time I was, and furlough was great because I got paid more than I normally did and just trying to go have fun. <laughs> yeah, he lived his was, best life this summer. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was like an early retirement. I would wake up and then be like, what am I going to do today? Let's go for a hike or a run or go boating camping and there was no fear but at the same time I was still nervous like if I have to go back to that job I was not hitting quota before that's I'm, I'm nervous to go back um, and so I went back and, and I was glad because they restarted the whole ramping up period for me because it had been three months since I worked and then I went back and I was like and so that was good and I started and I um and I started to get the hang of it more, but I still just wasn't doing nearly as well as I needed to be. Um, and that was back, so the, kind of the timeline is, I got the job last December and then worked for until April and then was furloughed May, June, July. 
and then I went back. And so August, I had a ramp up month and then September and I hit my quote, my quota in uh, August and September, but then October we had a kid, Sophie and your first child, my first child. And, and I didn't hit that month and it's cause I was out a week for having Sophie. Um, but I was still just so nervous. I, I only took off a week of work cause I was like, I gotta hit this quota, but how am I going to do it? And it was just so stressful. Um, but then I went back to work uh, and so I took off one week and then I went back and didn't hit that month. And then November came and November was like the shortest month of the whole entire year. And so I was like, okay, I cannot, now I have a kid now. I cannot hit <laughs> miss two months in a row. Like, and it just terrified me. I remember just that night, just like not being able to sleep till I was like, how am I going to get transfers? And, and the goal is to get two a day. Cause if you get two a day, you usually can hit your quota. And I was, and I was started the month and the first day I had like one and I was like, man, and I just kept having these days of one or two, but I just wasn't, I still just wasn't hitting it. And so it was on like the, actually I can tell you the exact date. Cause I, I remember just being like, I am just toast with this job. Like I'm going to lose it. And I have a kid and it was just, it was a stressful time for me. It was on the 17th of November and November was a short month because we got black Friday off and Thanksgiving. Um, and I, and it was just scary because so basically I was just going and, and I had, and the 16th came and I was like, okay, I have got to do, have my best day ever and just go for it. And, and I, I think I got two that day, but then the next day I called over 130 people and had no transfer. I didn't set up a single demo. Wow. And I was like, and I, and I just had this, I just felt like my world was crushing in around me, if that makes sense. And I was just like, holy cow, I just worked so hard to make this happen and nothing. And now I just have seven days left of the month. I'm toast. And I had 14 QSOs or transfers is what we call them. I had 14 of them and I had 30 or 27 left to get to go green. And I was like, I have seven days to get 27. That's just impossible. There's no way I can do that. And so that night I went and I just started looking up other jobs and I was just like, I am just toast um, with this whole job. And, um, but then I just had this thought like, you know what, go listen to a general conference talk on hope. And I'd listen to like a uh, elder Holland's talk. Um, I don't know if this is a religious podcast or not, but, uh, this is we what talk I religion. You're fine. <laughs> I want to talk. I listened to elder Holland's talk and he, he's a general authority and he just talked about, he had these words like just never give up. And, and basically I, and I just started listening to more and more and it was just talked about how, you know, fear is not faith. And, and so the next day I just told myself, you know what, you just have to take this job as a learning experience and you have to have uh, faith and you just can't tell yourself you can't make it. But the biggest thing is just take this as a learning experience. Maybe sales isn't for you, but all you can do is go and read books on sales 
and tried to apply it and see what happens. And so the next day I went and I read this book. It was called Sell with Confidence. I just randomly came upon it. And the book was just, it like spoke to me. It was like, because the guy was talking and he, he told a story about how he had started sales and he had a little family and he was nervous about paying rent. And I was like, wait, that's me. I feel all of those things. And I'm like, is this going to work? And he, his job was even worse because he didn't have a base salary. So he was just all off a commission. Um, whereas with my job, I, I at least get a base. Um, but I was like, man, this book's awesome. But in the book, he said, you got to stop telling yourself negative thoughts and tell yourself, stop saying, what if I don't hit my quota? Or what if I don't, what if this person doesn't answer? What if I don't hit my numbers for the month? But you got to start telling yourself, what if I do? And so from that point forward, for the rest of the month, I just had the thought, what if I do? What if I do get another transfer? And I didn't, and I told, and I just told myself, okay, don't look at the 27 you have left because that's probably not possible, but we're just going to take it two at a time. That's all you can do. So just work on two at a time. And that day, just miraculously, I never had gotten more than two transfers in a day. And that day I got five. And then the next day I got like three. And, and I went on a 14 day streak of not getting less than uh, three like mm-hmm. and and so I ended up going from what if I don't hit quota what's going to happen what's my job going to be like to what if I do um, hit quota what's going to happen and I just put that vision in my mind and every day I started writing down what I wanted how many I wanted to hit um, and then so that month I I went green and it was like on the very last day I, I, I did it. And I was just like, I don't know how I just did that, but I just took it one thing at a time. And I told myself I can do it. Um, and I just got rid of those negative thoughts. And I, I even stopped listening to the news because at the time, um, it was, there was just like the election was going on. And so it was just all very negative about everything. And, um, and I was just like every, I, and I got rid of social media. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to listen to these books on selling with confidence and how to be, have motivation and just be positive. And um, it was just amazing to me how I, I was so unconfident that I could do something. And I just told myself I could, but it was by those little steps of, instead of going after the 27, I just said, no, let's just take it one by one but write down those goals. And so then the next month, December, um, I made, I wrote down a list of all my goals and my, my goal was to be the top of my team. So you have to think two months before I didn't even go green. I was worst on my team or the worst on my team. You were the worst. Yeah. And, and so (laughs) let's go back to what I was saying about that month. I got seven. So, talking to my boss now that I've hit quota and stuff, he was just telling me, he's like, yeah, when you first started, I never had someone not hit their ramp up month. And he's like, and you got like seven. So you were 13. And he's like, I really didn't know what to do in that situation. (laughs) (laughs) And and I was like, oh, well, that's awesome. Um, I'm like worst of all time. I I was in that bad of a place. 
you can do it you can do it and i was just was like no way can i this job is terrible and i i literally dreaded going to work well I'm, i work from home so my work was getting up from bed and walking <laughs> over to the desk but i hated it like <laughs> long I commute to avoid it. yeah the commute was terrible and it was that just works. like two minutes <laughs> Well, and, I'm just impressed so you stuck December, with it. I, I wrote down my goals. I wanted to be number one on the team, and I wanted to get 70 or at least three a day for the whole month, and I wanted to start work every day at 7.50, and I was able to check off every single one of those end of December. Um, and the cool thing now is, like, my boss has come to me, and he's been like, "I, I from you, I've never seen someone – come back as you did and just most people in your situation will just turn over but he's like you just kind of taught me not to give up on people so quickly i was like well that's nice to know you had already given up on me (laughs) 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 but 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 now it's just amazing to see I, i i would say the little goals but also just getting rid of that negativity has just made all the difference in my life and it's just the thoughts. So, not that I was a negative person, I just didn't believe, I guess, in myself. But when you call 130 people and don't have a single yes, like, I think that yeah. it's hard not to get discouraged. Well, but the amazing, the crazy thing to me is so, like, when I was calling all those people, I was like, man, this is, no one's answering, this is terrible. But what was amazing is when I just, when I had the goal written down and I was like, no, I am going to hit three today. And I would have this thought creep in. I know you're not. There's no way people aren't answering. And I would say, nope, get out of there. Someone's going to answer. And it was just amazing. Like, because I had that goal, it just pushed me to all, past all those rejections um, to the point of where I was like, that's fine. If I make, and, and I got on an average of, I would be calling over 100 people every single day but I didn't care because I was like, because I'm getting more people on the phone because everyone who doesn't answer, I'm just getting closer to someone who is. Whereas before I was just like, no one wants to talk to me. This is terrible. So. Do you have a goal of how many people to call each day? Yeah. So my goal is to call at least 85 a day. Um, I kind of, as I've gotten better with the job, I don't have to call as many people. Um, but even with that, I still try to reach out to that many people just because it keeps me disciplined. Yeah. Cause it's easy to be like, well, I, cause like today I made like three phone calls and already had my two transfers. And so today it would have been easy just to be like, well, I, I can be done for the day. But I was like, but then I'm losing out. I'm not setting myself up in a good position for later on. Yeah. By doing that. I'm just super impressed you really didn't give it up with how much anxiety it probably filled you with to not hit those or how much you hated it. It's a big characteristic trait, I think, right there. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was scary. I was, uh, I, it's fun. Now that I look back, I was like, man, I really was the last year from December of 2020 to, or was that 2020? December of 2019 to uh, November of 2020, 
it was a I was just always stressed about it yeah because even when I was furloughed I didn't I was like well I don't have to worry about quota but I was still worried about well what if I go back and then it was just like it was like having a test every day but not being ready for it if that's a sounds like that's terrible (laughs) so besides I mean what does your internal dialogue look like now right so now that you are thinking positively and speaking positively like what does that look like throughout the day as you're making calls when people don't pick up or don't want your um want to transfer like what are you saying to yourself yeah so i a lot of times if i find myself like thinking oh i don't a lot of people aren't answering this is terrible i just say you know what the more people i call the better opportunity i have and the chances of people answering goes way up and that's i like and so when i get into this well people aren't calling i say well how many calls have you actually made today and then i go and i look and i'm like see that's you you haven't even made 20 phone calls today so that's why people aren't going to answer um and i just told myself the other big thing is i was so nervous of well what if these people are annoyed of me calling or because everyone hates telemarketers. Like that's an expect. I mean, I guess worse than telemarketers is the car warranty people. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not as bad as them. Congratulations. I'm, we're, I'm not as bad as them. And all the people I call, they put in their information online. But I just have had to change. You know what? If I don't make more phone calls, more people aren't going to get to know me and my special traits. I'm, I'm not giving them that opportunity. And then, and that's just changed because I, I mean, I, I hate to like get into people's way or be annoying with people, but, um, just having that internal dialogue of you're, if you don't call, they'll never get to know you. And what if they hate you? Oh, well, that's their, if they hate someone just for calling, then they have other issues going on. Yeah. <laughs> So have you seen this internal dialogue like go to other areas of your life besides cells and when those negative thoughts come in? Before it was kind of like I was living a month to month life of, well, what if this job doesn't work out, then what? But now, because a lot of the books I've written or read, I haven't written any books. (laughs) (laughs) One day. That's his affirmation right there. (laughs) I've said like, have, have your week your daily, your weekly, your monthly, your yearly, your five-year plans and go after them. Um, and so that has helped me to be like, okay, let's, because before I, for instance, right now my uh, wife and I were looking at a house and three months ago, I would have said, no, there's no way we could ever get into a house or, but it just has opened my life of saying, just you have to go with things sometimes and make risks and it might work out and it might not but if you don't ever get out there and try how will you ever know um you have to fail to succeed and so i i feel like in every a lot of other aspects of my life it's been able to say okay we can like for instance i like to spend money i like to i hate budgeting (laughs) <laughs> but, but because I now instead I'm not living on a month to month basis, I'm able to say, okay, how can I be better with money? I don't like budgeting, but why not just give it a try and see what happens? And so it's been amazing. In February, 
we put a budget for every little expense. And so far, we haven't spent anything. Actually, we spent $11 over on gas so far. But our utilities is less than it was last month, so that helps. But I just think, like, having those, it just has made me say, instead of having that negative, we'll all never be good with budgeting. But instead, I'm like, well, just give it a try. Let's see how it works. And you all either like it or I won't. But if I don't try it, I won't know it. And so it, that's kind of gone into my life of just the, if I don't try it, how will I know? Yeah. So our, our quote for today comes from Jack Canfield, and it's everything you want is on the other side of fear. And I think it goes perfectly with everything that you've been talking about, because it's true, like, if, if you don't try. And I feel like you've been like that through a lot of your life, right? Like, I told these guys about how you fired your friend from the lawn mowing business and how you sold the candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> what candy bars did you I sell? Remember you would get candy bars and you sell them at school or you bought up all the Twinkies when they were going out of style? Oh, I don't know. Well, I guess I would like soda maybe. Yeah. Yeah, soda. Was it soda? But, um, but I think that like you, by far, Caleb, out of all eight of us kids, he was the most outgoing social one. I mean, in school, he got up and did this dance in front of his whole school and he, it was too, I'm sexy and I know it, but he changed it to I'm a bangle and I know it and did this whole dance where he like ripped off his pants and had a bangle tail and whatever. And just like, I look at things that you've done and I'm like, yeah, I would have been terrified to do that in front of my high school or just different friends that you branched out to or you went and did that scouting thing to Europe all by yourself or whatever. So I think it is a trait that you have that you keep on going on the other side of fear. But just because it might be something that like you're, you do doesn't mean that it's not easy for you. Like hearing this example of you pushing yourself with the, the sales quota, like it's hard, you know? Well, and see, that's the other thing is I like I feel like I can get out and talk to people, but making phone calls, I was terrified to do it. Oh, I didn't know you were terrified. Every day. No, it was I like and I don't I didn't ever think I would be scared to do something like that. But I was just scared because the other thing is like my boss can listen to my phone calls <laughs> and stuff. And so that's scary. Like that also terrifies That's me like a shoal like, nightmare because we hate people listening to our conversation. Oh, I, I <laughs> yeah, hated so it I'm, too. I'm sitting there and, and they like record the phone calls. And I'm like, oh man. And at first, one-on-ones were terrible because you would just go into everything that I wasn't doing right on a phone call. And I just would, I hated them. But now I'm like, you know what? That's just an opportunity to for improvement. Um, and it just... It's amazing just the little things that you can tweak and it just makes it all the better. Yeah. I had a phone call uh, job where we would do collections. And when I first did them, I was so nervous to asking for people for money. Like, hey, I'm like, oh wait, they owe the money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's true. See, and I did retention before this job and, and so I didn't have an issue with like telling people like, sorry, you're in a five-year contract. You can't cancel. Yeah. And I was okay with that. But for whatever reason, it was just the, I don't know if it was because they were doctors or I don't know. I, I don't know the exact reason, but it just terrified me. I mean, I feel like doctors are a very busy profession, right? Like where right. it's like, 
they don't have time for people plus add covid to the mix and mm -hmm. it's a hard year to get a hold of a doctor yeah look at you doing it like going above your quota yeah and now and now i mean i'm to the point where my wife works uh well she went back to work after us having a kid and so i'm watching sophie by myself on mondays and tuesdays while working that's convenient <laughs> that's also a scary thing i'm sure <laughs> yeah because when but the baby... i was also worried yeah i was like well when shay goes back to work how are we going to make that work so what do you do when she cries uh well like sometimes she has she usually is pretty good about not crying but there's been a couple of times where I've like gotten someone on the phone and then she just starts crying. And so I'll either uh, go away, like run downstairs away from her <laughs> or I'll try to take her into another room and just close the door. Um, but either way, it's just, it's never, it's never fun. But the other thing is I can just hang up on the person. It's not like they're, they're just a prospect. <laughs> you know, they're not a client. They're not a... True. You're like, I had a bad that's connection. That's the other thing. Is so like, if someone's mean to me, I just, I don't need to waste my time with a negative mean person. I just, if they're like, where did you get my info? Like, some people are just funny because it's like, they go in, they fill out the forms, um, they request the information, and then they... They, get, they just are bewildered that we would have their information. It's like... <laughs> you gave it to us. When you go online and you fill out a form, someone's going to call you probably. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me the right. <laughs> so how it do you feel about done. your job now? Are you, do you still have the same kind of fear or is that gone completely? No, I now love my job. I'm like... I look for it because it's now I see it as a competition. I love being able to go and compete against the other people on my team and just compete with myself to see how many I can get. Um, and, and so it's, it's become fun because it's not, I'm not stressed about what if I don't, I just, I just have the confidence now of what if I do. Um, and the other thing is, so, because of this and because of reading these books on goal setting and being motivated, um, sales, I've gone and I like, I wanted a vision in mind. So what's the next step after my current position? And so I just went and I met with the sales director and I was like, what's my, uh, I want to, I've gone green three months now and I've heard you have to go about six months, but how do I, what's my next step? I just want to have a clear path. Um, and so that's helped me too, because I'm like, okay, I have to get green six months so that I can get to that next position. Yeah. Progression. Yeah. And that you want talked, right? I think that that's the thing is sometimes people are afraid to ask, but to just be like, Hey, what's my next? Cause you're putting it out there. What's my path? Yeah. 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 Well, and, and I love that you were confident enough to have that conversation because a couple months ago, you weren't, right? You were like, I'm, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And so now your mindset change has changed also your conversation. 
yeah, I, I definitely, a couple months ago, I would avoid, like, and that's why I also hated one-on-ones, because I was like, oh, man, they're just going to tell me everything I'm doing wrong. And, but just having that positive outlook and changing that, it has just made me be like, oh, it's okay. Like, worst case is they're going to say, oh, you can't move up for a year or whatever. But then I know. Like, that's the, I like just knowing where we're at with stuff instead of not. Yeah. No, exactly. Caleb, did you know that Heidi speaks Spanish as well? (laughs) Si. (laughs) Que bueno. Si. Que bueno. Stephanie speaks Spanish. Stephanie. No, I, Caleb and I went on a two-week Ashna. trip. <laughs> we a, that's my gibberish, okay? We went on a two-week trip to Spain, and I would be like, Caleb, will you tell that person I like their shoes? Caleb, will you translate this? And I had him translate, like, this couple's love story, and they ended up finding out, like, from the translation, didn't they find out, like, that he didn't think that she was cute to begin with or something. I don't know. It was super <laughs> yeah, funny. something like that. But he he was great to translate, but it did make me be like, it was hard to have that language barrier, you know? To yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so um, with these goals, how you're figuring out, like, your five-year plan and stuff, what are some other goals that you have on the docket that you're well, wanting to achieve? Yeah, so like my 2021 goals were I wanted to figure out my how to advance in my, so I want to move up to the next position. Um, And then I also wanted to, because with my job, I'm working in Logan. And so either way, my company, um, they were either would want me to move closer to them or let me continue to work remote. Um, and so I, I, I want to get a house before the end of the year. Very cool. That's my other goal. Um, and I haven't quite made it to the five year. I feel like those are my one year are pretty big ones. Yeah. It's hard to plan. But it's also made me so like, um, before I wasn't putting as much into like my 401k and like, uh, the place I work for has the employee stock purchase plan. And so I'm like, no, I, I'm confident that I'm going to be here a while and it's going to be on my terms. And and so now I want to make sure that I'm putting more money away towards retirement instead of like, instead of being worried, oh, what if I get fired in four months? Why would I put money into the stock? But it's, it's helped me to be a lot better financially just because I'm confident that I'll have a job and if this job doesn't work out with this company, well, why do I need to move down to Salt Lake? Hopefully no one from that company is listening, but um, (laughs) why, if it doesn't work out, if like, if I don't want to move down to Salt Lake, I shouldn't have to move down to Salt Lake. They, it can work with me working where I want to work. So, yeah. Yeah. So what's your advice if someone's listening and they're in sales? Maybe they're doing door-to-door sales and they're doing pest controls like or solar, whatever it might be, or they're calling doctors like yourself. What's your advice to them to keep going? Um, just to, I mean, never give up is a big one, but always be positive. So um, it's easy it's easy to be negative. It's even easy to have negative people around you. It's been interesting because since I've changed my whole attitude 
I've had a couple of coworkers who actually have quit my current job, but I just saw them go down this negative and finding issues with the organization and everything. And I'm like, there's always going to be issues wherever you're at. There's always going to be problems. Um, there's never going to be a perfect solution because people just aren't perfect. And, and so I just, I would say, just get rid of negativity, whether it's your own thoughts or it's people around you who are telling you there's no way you can do that, but just get rid of that and say, no, just because they don't think it, I know I can do it. Um, and I would say that it, and those negative people can even be your own box. Like I remember my boss just being like, you can probably do it. I mean, but (laughs) as he's like, what should I do with this kid? (laughs) Yeah. As he's like, what should I do? But, but the end of the day it comes to just little decisions and it's those little mental thoughts of just, just be positive about it. Um, but more than anything, life is quick and just take it all as a learning experience. Um, Cause like, you know what, a job's either going to work out or it's not, but end of the day, what did you get from it? Did you just get a miserable experience or did you get a learning experience? Very wise. And you're only in your twenties. I just look at it. And... <laughs> My late twenties. Okay. <laughs> you're not even like late twenties. <laughs> Mid late twenties. Mid twenties. <laughs> Well, what a good thing to learn just as you have a daughter and as your family's growing to be able to teach that to the chillins. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say another motivation is have a kid. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I went from, I went from, oh, oh, well, if it doesn't work out, my wife's working and I'll figure something else out. And then once you have a kid, it's like, oh, wait, you got to make sure you have insurance and <laughs> can pay for a rent and and it's all it just, on you it, yeah it's a lot more motivating i want to say it's stressful it's just motivating i think that's a positive way to look at it <laughs> yeah <laughs> is this stress or is this motivation <laughs> <laughs> well caleb thanks for taking time to talk to us today do you guys have anything else before mm-hmm. i feel like um this just goes hand in hand with the episode today that i did with um, for nominations. The guy was just talking about some of the hard times that he went through in real estate. And I think that whatever the goal might be, having that grit and just like holding on and sort of be like, how you were like, okay, is this like, am I gonna be with this company or not? You know, like once you put your mind to something, it's cool to see the changes and to just see the changes with that positive self-talk. Like that is drastic result. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I was putting in the effort before, but I wasn't getting the results. Mm-hmm. And so it's amazing to me just having that positive, like, yeah, I can do it. And it just, it changed the results. I thought that was just amazing. So one thing I appreciate about Caleb is I'm just going to, I'm going to have a little brag fest right here. But he is, I mean, we have um, eight siblings, right? And Caleb is the one that is always calling everyone, always staying in touch with everyone. Like, I'll be talking to my parents and they'll get a phone call. I'll be like, it's Caleb, right? And I'm like, Caleb, you're taking my parent time. <laughs> 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 but you're just like, 
so good at staying in touch with everyone and you're so good with like relationships but it's also like cool to see how whatever you set your mind to whether it's to run a marathon you know how i have like a fast goal for a marathon caleb's like already like done it you know (laughs) (laughs) or whether it was even like dating and being social you just like whatever you put your mind to it's like when you do it like you're all in and that's how you're able to, to get your goals and it's because you don't let that fear. It's all everything's on the other side of that fear. Well, I'm, I do have to work through the fear. It's not a. It's not always easy. It took me a year to figure it out with this job. So. Yeah, I mean, and me saying that it makes it sound like oh, it's never. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought it. But the, but I do think that you you've been a, like you've always been an example to me that you whatever you decide that you're gonna do. Like I always have no doubt that you're gonna do it just because that's your personality even if it's hard so well thank you you're welcome thanks for letting me be on the show we're glad you can make it come again soon yeah i'm josh dressed up for you oh that's very nice you're welcome they said it was an interview i'm like okay well we're going to take a picture i'm like well it's just dress up i forgot to say phone interview so but yeah thanks for letting me be on See you, Caleb. Bye. Bye. Anything you guys learned from Caleb? Well, I do like how he exited from negative things. Mm -hmm. Just like, especially on social media and like during the elections, that was really negative. Like both parties going back and forth, Mm -hmm. just um, being negative against each other. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that, I think it's interesting how much of a difference it made how big of an impact i mean you would think being positive would just change it a little bit or maybe just help you feel better Mm -hmm. but but the fact that it had different results and from seven to 70 different Mm -hmm. results that's a lot of different results and so it's not just about well i felt better i liked my job better Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it more or people liked me more you know but but actual results were different because of his outlook. And as he was talking, I realized, I think that when you're on a podcast, right? Like, and people are asking questions about you, it gives you a chance to share more of your whole in-depth story, right? Like I knew he was struggling and I knew that it got better. And I knew it was because of like self-help books. But to hear the whole thing, it just made me realize, like, why am I not having these in-depth conversations in my personal life with people and asking a little bit more, like, details, I guess? Mm -hmm. And so that was, like, cool for me to just be like, oh, you know, everyone has something that they're, they're working on or they're proud of in life. And I think that maybe when it's not on a podcast, like, I don't want to feel like I'm prying or, you know, like just different things. Or maybe I'm just not being a good enough listener or whatever. But that, um, but as I was listening, I was like a proud sister. I was like, yeah, Caleb was a great guest, you know, like, (laughs) but I think that we all have people in our lives that we can learn from. But if we're just open to like asking a little bit deeper and taking that time to learn. And kind of along with what Heidi said, I like what he said. He's like, before I was putting in effort, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's almost putting in the exact, the same amount of effort, but one had positivity, which almost probably makes it feel like less of effort. Mm-hmm. But he was making the same effort in the results. Yeah. That was the quote that stood out to me the most, I think, from him. 
I was watching the other day a day this video of this like I love watching couples love stories anytime I don't believe in love I like watch love stories on <laughs> the world wide web and this one couple was talking about how like this guy he was like yeah when I saw because they, they had been married for a couple of years he's like when I saw her I knew like I wanted to get to know her and he went up and started chatting and she just like blew him off and walked away and he was like my inner dialogue and he had said like he was preparing to like be married he had worked with a relationship coach because he just was like i want to take that next step but she walked away and instantly he was like you idiot you aren't good enough like you can't have a girl like that and then he was like no he's like it's not that i'm not like he like literally like told himself he's like it's not that i'm not enough it's that she hasn't seen enough of me and just that switch and then that gave him confidence to continue forward and i was like man like the the power of just switching those negative thoughts and it's it like even if you've been doing it forever you'll find these times that it comes back in but being like no it's not that i'm not enough it's not or, or it's not that i'm not good at calling or whatever i don't know i just really like that and the idea of like it, this is a learning opportunity right mm-hmm. and so i mean that can make anything sound good yeah exactly. <laughs> any terrible experience well what can i learn from this this is really all about learning right yeah. right uh-huh. right <laughs> it's not about winning or losing it's about learning <laughs> then, yes exactly so let's talk about our goals. Starting, let's go around this way. Starting with oh, Josh. I love that. How did your goals this, go this week? So for my dailies, I have it really bunched into yeah. one, right? And I looked over here. I'm like, I did, I did a daily thing, uh, daily, but not all three daily things. So maybe you should separate them out. Yeah. So. Moving forward, I'm going to separate them out. So therefore, I can not, I can f- I don't have to fudge the numbers, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't lie to us, Josh. <laughs> and say like, oh, yes, I did daily, but it's just not all dailies. Yeah. So I'm going to do that moving forward. But uh, praying, I do that daily. Um, journaling, I did that twice. And then scripture reading, I did that three times. Um, and then being on time, um, yeah, I messed up on that one, uh, to be consecutively, um, consistent, but, uh, that's going forward. It's a very big goal. Yeah. Well, especially if you have tons of different things. You should, I mean, a suggestion. Ooh, I, I should, that. I'm not going to should you to death, but, <laughs> um, Maybe pick the one thing that you want to, like if the podcast oh, like and say okay. every week for a month in the podcast, I'm going to be on time. Not that you usually have a problem or wherever, like, or if it's soccer, you could say, I'm going to be to soccer. Those are the two things I know he does or go to church, but like pick the one thing or two things specifically oh, like that. that you're, because if you all of a sudden say, I'm going to be on time to everything, <laughs> that's, that's, that's setting yourself up okay. for failure. So... <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Soccer, I'll be not on time, but early. Because you have to get ready. Yeah. So how early? Ooh. (laughs) I'm just making this up on the I mean, this is sparkle, specific. (laughs) Let's do 10 minutes. Okay. I think that's good. And Steph will be there to know. Oh, really? 
So she yeah. could have a brief She's partner. on your team. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're, I don't know. We're not playing this season, early. but I, I try to get there early. Like, there, there's only been, like, one or two games that I have been late to because I've specifically made myself leave a half an hour before I need to go when it only takes me 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. I'm usually five to ten minutes early, which is nice because then I don't feel rushed. And Yep. So. Yep. And then I go to church. You know what? It's awesome. They have going to church every, like, twice and then skip one, which I f- find very interesting. And they had Sunday school for the first time. How nice yes, is that though. to be back? Um, I wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> I'm like, I need a drink of water. I need to use the restroom. <laughs> the I didn't know I was going to spend <laughs> another <laughs> hour here. I should have brought my snack. snack. Yeah. <laughs> bring my snacks with me yeah they started sunday school 10 minutes after like sacrament meeting was over but then it's like well i have to hurry and get my snack now like yeah. before you had time uh-huh. you know it's like oh let's hurry and go get a snack real quick <laughs> see in our ward they have 10 minutes in between uh, 20 minutes in between so that they can get the camera ready and everything and oh. it just seems like such a long time to wait such an awkward yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but good old mike and then you had cufflinks box oh yeah yeah um so i didn't wasn't able to get to that because i have a great reason i was just really busy (laughs) um but the other thing is i had a my tailor he came over to help me set up the the sewing machine with the right thread oh nice with the wallets turns out that thread sucks for my sewing machine it clumps up and Mm. just doesn't spin well so it wasn't me which is a relief yeah yeah i'm like what am i doing wrong i'm listening to the directions watching them it was the wrong thickness almost it's because it's wax okay yeah it's a very waxy thread mm-hmm. and so it just gumped up the machine and so he gave me some thread to use oh it purrs like a can yeah <laughs> so much better he looks so proud <laughs> if only you guys could see his face oh uh, yeah so i was really excited about that and that just really consumed um all my time just because i was able to get the things i want to get done mm-hmm. done and then moving on but on the downside i do have a lot of thread that i can't use oh that's, oh, that's so, too bad marketplace sell it marketplace Marketplace. Place. Oh, place. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, good point. Okay, so my goals for last week were tracking my spending. Check. Awesome. Um, I didn't do my walks at lunch in the stairs. Um, I didn't practice the guitar, but I did my dailies where I'm flossing Book of Mormon. Um, and I did make it to the temple this weekend, so that was good. Guys, I'm learning more about the temple because I can't go to the temple. I'm learning more from the scriptures about the temple. It's very awesome. And you know how last time I said I love seeing my friends shine? Meredith, like, shines <laughs> when she's at her, like, study group. Like, and her, no- no, and her knowledge <laughs> and stuff, like, she just, like, shines. So, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, um, so, this week, are we telling her this week goals? Or well, have, have Heidi, okay. and then we'll oh, okay. go to. Yep, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was good. So last week I worked on, I'm still asking questions in my prayers. Um, that was still good. Um, I'm trying to keep my inbox clean as part of slowing down. 
And that's pretty good. I think I got like 10 emails today, so I haven't quite cleaned it out yet for today, but I will. After this, uh, still singing in the shower. That's been I loved great. your post. <laughs> no one has commented. I need suggestions. <laughs> I because oh, I, did, I just saw it really quick. I'll comment right now. Okay, comment. Oh, I haven't, but From yeah. the 52 weeks post, yes, I'll comment. Because um, it's actually kind of hard to find a good song to sing because it needs to be, sunshine. you need to, focus on showering, right? I mean, the goal is not to focus on the lyrics, but to just be able to sing. But you don't want tons of instrumental because if your shower is only like two songs long and five minutes of that is instrumental, you're not singing a whole lot. And if it's a complicated song to sing, like if you have to focus on being lyrical, then you're putting too much effort in the words and not enough in the showering. So it's been an interesting experience trying to get like the right playlist. And even I checked Spotify and they have a singing in the shower playlist. Yeah. And like, I think the second song was good, but then after that I was like, uh, these aren't really singing songs, uh -huh. right? Singing, singing in the shower songs are different than dance party songs. Mm -hmm. We're not dancing in the shower. Yeah. That's dangerous. <laughs> so, like, you, so really like picking the right songs has been has been an interesting experience. Anyways, so I'm still working on that. I put respect. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's a good one where you're like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Um, so for Unity, I, I hosted a Pancake Tuesday um, dinner and I purposely invited, I mean, people that I liked, but also new people in the ward. Um, and then people who are kind of those like outgoing, friendly people, right? So I tried to like, um, you know, blend them or whatever. And then um, I wrote in my journal things, kind of that, those tri trials that I'm grateful for, like how could I be grateful for these trials? And so that was good. And I worked for two hours on Days for Girls and I worked two hours on my scrapbook. And I actually, so I've had a lot of pages made that I haven't done the journaling for. And I've finished all of my pages that I've made. And so now it's like starting from, well, I've, no, I've finished all the journaling. Oh, okay. So now it's to the, like, I have to like design pages now, mm -hmm. um, which is more fun than journaling, but, but I won't be finishing pages at the same rate that I was before. Um, I listened to three um, project management things and uh, guys, they're not as entertaining as audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's rough. And then I started my Spanish book. I'm only on chapter two. So I was so tired. I think I got to page six the first night and was like, I can't, I can't handle this. I'm so tired. But um, but I'm I'm a whole ch on chapter two now. So uh, last week was good. Yeah, way to rock it. Get I lost. Um, you know, I was just thinking because I'm sending Caleb's episode to my whole family and I was like, why didn't I plan ahead and get all my goals so that I could look great? <laughs> but, you know, they know how I really am. So it's okay. Um, I had one interval. I did not do the interval. I was going to today and then ran out of time. Shouldn't have procrastinated. I had 14 miles and I got 14 miles and... 20, 14 point 27 so go me above and beyond <laughs> i had 13 veggies i got zero even though there were veggies just right out today i just <laughs> i didn't plan it in and if it's not planned i don't i just don't have a well, desire I think to that's how it is for everything yeah right? yeah plan it, it, doesn't it doesn't happen and then fruit i had one <laughs> out of eight so and not eating after eight um, my goal was five times and I did three. So, you know, 
I'm at a good C, C minus right here. But you know what? Back, back in the day, those used to be A's for me. So we're right there. Um, so our goals for this week, Josh, what are your goals for this week? Um, so there's a few of them that carried over. However, uh, back to um, Heidi's singing in the so- shower. I just think of Uncle Frank in Home Alone 2. Oh, um, yeah. What does he sing? <laughs> Actually, it's I did like, it up. You You can't tell from my singing? <laughs> no, I actually probably made it worse. <laughs> Just hey, I never said I had a talent for singing. You need the songs. Um, I know it's just on the Beetlejuice. Like, hey, oh, that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, the... did you have this to play? Yeah. Hold on. Put it up to your mic so everyone can hear. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I guess that's exactly He's what I was seeing. Too much. He is not washing it up. <laughs> 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 it makes me think of a playlist. I'll have to show you a okay. playlist. Okay. Okay. So if you're listening to your songs for Heidi, go write them on Instagram. On Let post. me know. Yeah. I'll give you, I'll rate them when I'm done. <laughs> So this time I divided up my dailies into pray, journal, and scripture. Um, Sweet. And then I want to do the cufflink box. Be on time to soccer. No, wait. Be early to soccer. That's right, man. I thought you said 10 minutes. Be 10 minutes early to soccer. (laughs) Which we have all like late games that... Yeah. I just... I just... I just hope I don't fall asleep and not wake up for it. Yeah. Like you did that one time when we're like, where's Josh? The late game this week. I think all our games are like super late. It's like eight, nine, nine yeah. Yeah. It's early. Um, and then be on time to church, and then I want to do the five products, and then also, um, oh, I thought another one. I do want to go hiking this week. Hmm. I went snowshoeing Saturday. I went snowshoeing Saturday too. Go? It was fun. Um, Willow Lake. Did you need Aww. snowshoes? Yeah, actually. Oh, okay. So every time I've gone in the past, yeah, I had snowshoes. I borrowed them, rented them, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have to end up using them. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time I actually had to use them. Is that the Willow Creek Lake one that you go up really steep? To? Yeah. How does that work in snowshoes? That's pretty steep. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, it has little um, claw things. I know, but it just seems a lot of work. I haven't ever <laughs> snowshoed. They're still in my trunk. <laughs> no offense. Need <laughs> to go. No, it was, um, yeah, that one little part, it was kind of hectic, especially the fact that you have to bring up your legs a little yeah. higher. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I've been there. That's why Bigfoot's such yeah, a Yeah, we walked shape. there with Carolyn and we did a hike, Willow Creek. Was that the most one? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Super short. Like, I'm glad we did a short one because um, it was steep and it was my first one. Yeah. Like, with snowshoes? Yeah. I mean, not in snowshoes. That's pretty steep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do it okay, but. But, yeah, that's this week for me. Good work, man. We're excited for your goals this week. Thanks, lady. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay, that got me in the belly. I laughed hard at that one. Okay, so my goals this week is I've been doing my tracking, and now I am uncomfortably aware of how much money I've been spending. <laughs> so I will budget this week and then live off of my budget. Um, I will do walks and stairs. Um, I will clean my study and keep it clean. <laughs> I was that way when I was like, I want to see your desk. Yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, my study's a hot mess right now. Um, the desk really is just black. Right? Yeah. So for the desk, I told you guys I yeah. had not painted. So I was practicing on a canvas. Mm. It's really pretty. Um, but yes, it's messy. I clicked mm. shut, shut that door one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will tentatively possibly do something with lentils this week. Woo! <laughs> um, I will practice the guitar and I have a dentist appointment this week and I'm very excited because I want to hear what they have to say about all my flossing. Oh yeah. Because yeah. last week I did all my flossing and I missed one day. Um, so, um, I have journal this week, which I need to catch up on two weeks because I didn't do it last week and my book of Mormon every day. So that's my week. Heidi? Sweet. Um, yeah, so for my dailies, I'm still going to ask questions. I'm still going to keep my inbox clean. Uh, this week, so I'm going out of town, um, but I'm going home. And so while I'm home for the whole self, loving my whole self, <laughs> I'm going to play the violin, which is one of my old previous talents that I used to have. Oh, cool. Um, that I haven't played for in a long time or played in a long time. So I'm gonna pull that out and uh, you know, just experiment with how bad it is. Um, and then also I I am really, I cannot throw a ball. Like it doesn't go anywhere, right? And <laughs> which is terrible. Um, and it's just one of the things I just avoid, mm -hmm. right? Like, so in an attempt to like embrace my untalents, um, my my mom actually played softball and was a like a big softball player growing up. And so today I was like, Mom, when we go home, can you teach me? <laughs> We're gonna play cat in the backyard. Oh, you're gonna so teach me how to throw a ball. And she was like, Okay. So um, when I go home, I'm practicing the violin and I'm learning how to throw a baseball. Um, and those are kind of the two. I mean, they're part of the dailies, right? But they're also kind of projects in a way because they're like event things. Um, and then I'm going to read 10 chapters in that Spanish book, Ooh. which is going to be a lot because I get tired after like six pages and then I have to go to bed. Um, <laughs> but other than that, because I'll be at home, like I no scrapbook this week, no days for girls this week. Um, cause I won't have any of my supplies or anything. Yeah. But just chilling with my mama. How is the driving slowly going? Um, driving at the speed limit. It's, oh, I think of you often when I'm driving. <laughs> it's honestly, the hardest is on Bangor. Everywhere else, like, I feel like you can just kind of go with the flow. With the flow, and it's, it's okay, right? I mean, I think before I was rushing, like, I, I needed to get to the grocery store mm -hmm. quickly. Why? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just did, right? So if I just calm down and not rush, I'm pretty much going the speed limit. Um, but on Bangor, they go like 20 miles over the speed limit, mm -hmm. 20. And so, I mean, you're purposefully going very slow if you're going the speed limit um, on Bangor. And so- Ever since they made the bridges. Yeah. And there aren't as many <clears throat> lights. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's not so great on that road because I just feel like 
I'm probably annoying everyone around me, right? Yeah. Um, but on main roads, like main stoplights and stuff, it's good. And then I just have to be like, I'm not in a hurry, right? And if you, if like thinking about being on time, so one of my goals, one of my slowing down goals is to be like 10 minutes early. Mm -hmm. So if you plan to be 10 minutes early, you don't have to rush. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have yeah. to be in a hurry. And that just calms everything else down. Mm -hmm. um, because hurrying doesn't really make you there that much faster anyways, right? Mm -hmm. You're just stressed. Oh. So if you plan to be 10 minutes early, then you don't have to worry about it. No. Mm. So it's going. I still count to three when I get to... You know, I have to be like, one, two, yeah. <laughs> and then roll four. Yeah. Sometimes I forget, but I'm still trying to make that a habit. The one I should get better at is when you're pulling up to like the crosswalk or to a light, like going slow just in case there's somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or when you go to turn right. You know how you right. just mm -hmm. kind of roll through? Yes, yeah. Roll on through. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. one that I. Yep. All right. Sorry, Steph. You're no, you're good. I was just going to say that if you're like getting mad at a car and banging her, just know it might be Heidi. So <laughs> don't me. flip her off. Okay. <laughs> She's just doing her goals. Just put up a sign with the song you're singing in the shower this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, I was going to say about that. Sometimes the song in the shower doesn't have to even be that peppy. It just has to be a song that you know really well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That you can just belt it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even have to have like the right tune as long as right. you mm -hmm. know it. Yep. Yeah. Um, so my goals for this week are, I'm just doing them super basic. That one <laughs> interval, let's get that done. And then eight miles. So those are mine. We this is a long episode. <laughs> if you if you got to the end, you yeah. got a secret prize Thanks for staying with us. <laughs> yeah. um, and remember to dream big, start small, and act daily. See you later. Have a good week. Bye, suckers. This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. <laughs>